Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 919. Your excuses are excuses. Put expectation on yourself and develop your alter ego. She is an Olympic and World Championship medalist in the pentathlon. At the peak of her powers, she was ranked number one in the world in her sports. Today on the show, British athlete Samantha Mire. Just in case you are wondering what in the world the pentathlon is, it's a sport consisting of fencing, freestyle swimming, equestrian show jumping, pistol shooting, and cross-country running. It is basically a sport with multiple disciplines, and it has its um, roots in ancient Olympics, of course, before uh, segmentations of sports. So if you go back to um, the, the first Olympics and all those things, you'll see that those guys usually did a multitude of sports, and it wasn't just like, hey, you're going to be a sprinter and things like that. For Samantha, the journey started at the age of seven when she joined a swimming club. Through the swimming, she started running, which then led to athletics and cross country. All this was coupled with the fact that Samantha's grandparents had a farm which had horses. While on holiday with her grandparents, she would ride the horses and even joined the local riding club. This was the making of a pentathlon athlete. She loved horses. She was swimming. She was also involved in athletics. Of course, all of that, the only thing that I would have led to was that Samantha wanted to be an athlete. Samantha always had a dream of competing at the Olympic Games and that dream was solidified by seeing the success of Kelly Holmes and Steph Cook. Cook won gold at the Sydney Olympic Games in 2000 while Kelly Holmes was gold medalist at the Athens Olympic Games in 2004. This led her to putting in the work to achieve her dream. She was national youth champion who competed at the Junior World Championships and Junior European Championships in 2010. She finished 8th and 10th in both championships, although the British team won gold in the team event. At the 2010 World Modern Pentathlon Championships, the British team finished second while Samantha finished 22nd. It would take another two years, but eventually she began to see the fruits of her hard work. At the 2012 World Cup in Rostov, she won individual bronze. Similarly, at the Rome World Championships, she also won bronze. The peak came at the 2012 London Olympics on home soil, where she won a silver medal. She followed it up two years later by winning the World Championships in Warsaw. All this she achieved mostly while going to school and also working a job. At the 2016 Rio Olympic Games, she came eighth. At the age of 29, she decided to retire from the sport. Today, she's your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Samantha Mire. And you see, what I love 
about some of these athletes, right? Especially the ones who like aren't considered best of the best, greatest of all time and things like that, is that you see at the root of it that it is extremely easy, extremely easy, guys, for you to be excellent at your sport. Barring any um, physiological disadvantages, anything that has to do with genetics and things like that, it is extremely easy, guys, to stand out in your sport. And that's what I love about this athletes. I mean, a few weeks ago on the podcast, we we're talking about Pelé. And, you know, you might have people who say, I can never be as great as that because it was just up there, like really up there. But when you see an athlete like Samantha Murray, right, it, it, it's literally like, I can do this as well, especially because of all the things that she was able to achieve and all the things that she was able to do. I'm sure without you listening to this episode, you would not have heard of Samantha before. But yet, the lessons that I want you to learn from her are so important and so easy that you can do it as well. First lesson, guys, is your excuses are excuses. Your excuses are excuses and you see what this comes from or why i picked this out specifically is that i see a lot of young athletes who depending on the stage of your career that you are depending on what, what level you are you always get to the point where you feel like there are certain things you cannot do because of the peculiarities of your situation so i'll see athletes in college who complain about you know combining academics and school I will see athletes who, I mean, you're, you're not yet making a living, right? You're not yet making a living. So it might mean that you need to work. And working would also be difficult because, I mean, how exactly are you supposed to combine work with all the things that you want to do and all of that? You see, the lesson you're learning from someone like Samantha Mire is that, you see, your excuses are just excuses. This is someone who, while she was preparing, right, for the olympic games even before then world championships all of that she was in school right she was not only in school she was working a job at the same time right she was an olympian preparing for the olympics she was a student and she was a cocktail waitress she herself she said i was on the cloakroom and was also a cocktail waitress looking back i don't know how i did it i must have had a lot more energy there right this is someone who did not, right? She didn't even she didn't she didn't even look at it as a disadvantage or she just got on with it. And that's why I said your excuses are excuses. That's basically what they are. It may mean, and you're gonna see that with the second lesson that we're going to learn from her, it may mean that you don't want these things at the level to which you say you want them. You don't want them as bad as you say you want them. It's not that important to you because what you're showing us or what you're telling us is that, yes, you want the success, but you want it to be handed to you. I remember when we had James Leith on the podcast and he, he said something profound. He said, when you are an athlete and you are trying to get a spot on a team or, or something like that, just know and have it at the back of your mind that for you to get that spot, somebody else has to leave. For you to get that spot, somebody else has to leave. So you're trying to get to the Olympics. They can only take 10 athletes, right? For you to get a spot as part of the 10, someone has to miss out. So that person who is potentially going to miss out is not just going to hand you the reins and hand you the spot and say, hey, 
just go along with it so what excuses did you make in 2022 what uh did you hide under in 2022 as um not being as the reason for you not being able to do certain things or not being able to achieve certain things right this is someone who combined being a student being a cocktail waitress and she still went to the olympic games and she won a medal right so if she can do it and that's why i said i i love her story so much in terms of what she was able to do if she can do it or if she could do it then what is your excuse what are you waiting for what's the reason you cannot push what's the reason you cannot chase what's the reason you cannot give it 200 percent just to see what you can get out of it just to see what you can achieve just to see what will come of it what's the reason why can't you do it and that's the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from samantha Muir. your excuses are what they are excuses if you want to do it you are going to do it and of course it takes me to the second lesson that i want you to learn from her which is put expectation on yourself put expectation on yourself now of course you see there are two ways to look at it there are two ways to look at it and you don't want to be on two extremes so when i say put expectation on yourself i don't want you to get to the point where you start getting to the level where it gets overbearing in the sense that you are demanding too much of yourself in an unrealistic way right i repeat that again you are demanding too much of yourself in an unrealistic way samantha herself says in sports it's about going through the processes every day and you have to really really want it you have to live it day in day out and it comes first right she also says right that when when she was talking about um, um going to i think it was rio olympics or something she said i was desperate to achieve and i was the worst for putting expectations on myself i used to think that if i didn't win or place on the podium then i couldn't imagine life next week i felt responsible for my sport and took that so seriously so there can be extremes to this guys in the sense that like for example you know when you say you take responsibility for your sport right you're not the reason your sport exists and your sport will exist long after you retire and you're no longer doing what you do but the point guys is that the excuse that a lot of athletes have when you say okay i don't want it to be too extreme the excuse they then have is they're not going to have any expectations of themselves whatsoever they are not going to have any expectations of themselves whatsoever and of course that's why the quote by robert bros you know is so important he said we are kept from our goals not by obstacles but by a clear path to a lesser goal we are kept from our goals not by obstacles but by a clear path to a lesser goal right so you see the lesser goal you see the easy thing that you can achieve and of course it's not the obstacle that will prevent you from the ultimate thing it's that lesser goal that thing that you know you achieve it very easily and it's like you're done and dusted so guys you have to put expectation on yourself the expectation that samantha put on herself which was borderline right it got to the point where it could have been um, unhealthy for her that is the reason why she was able to go to school work a job prepare for the olympics win an olympic medal come back again win a world championship medal you have to have expectations of yourself so if i asked you 2022 right 
What expectation did you have of yourself as an athlete? Now, you can have expectations of yourself generally. You can also have tournament expectation that when I go to this tournament, this is the least that I can do. This is the least that I can achieve. This is the worst type of performance that I can put out. There has to be expectation. You know, one of the expectations that I have of myself is that no matter where it is that I'm called to speak, talk to athletes, talk to sports parents, it doesn't matter whether it's a one-person platform, whether it's a hundred-person platform. I ensure that I give my absolute best. I ensure that I give my absolute best. That is an expectation that I put on myself because I don't want to get to the point where um, someone invites me to speak or you want me to talk about something and then I begin to gauge the kind of platform that you have which would determine how I would address or how I would prepare, right? I've said it before on the podcast, like it doesn't matter who I'm bringing on, I prepare like I see if I have an exam. I will read all the articles about them. I will listen to all the previous podcast episodes they've done. I will do every single thing. I remember when uh, we had Vicky Saunders on the podcast and that's one of the first things she alluded to where she said that like this was this was a really thorough episode. I really enjoyed it. You weren't like other podcast interviewers who you know, will be asking you general questions and all of these things. It's because of the expectation that I have of myself. So the question for you is what expectation do you have of yourself? What expectation do you have of yourself? Absolutely important because that's where it starts. That is where it starts. The expectation that you have on yourself is what determines a lot of things. It's what determines a lot of things. I saw that example from Samantha Murray. Yes, hers was a little bit borderline, but eventually she was able to get over. Second lesson, guys, from Samantha Murray, put expectation on yourself. And the final lesson, guys, is develop your alter ego. Develop your alter ego. Obviously, you would have seen from the, um, what's it called now? From the episode we did a few weeks ago where uh, I talked about developing your alter ego as an athlete and how important, how important that is. Literally how important that is and how it gets you um, to, to, to what you're chasing, what you're looking to achieve and all of that. And you see, if you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back and listen to that episode first. The power, guys, of having an alter ego it's super super important as an athlete and this is one athlete who was able to harness that power of the alter ego so our alter ego was named olive samantha herself says my coach started to notice this we're talking one day about cartoon characters and he said i really reminded him of olive from popeye i've got dark hair and usually quite pale skin olive just emerged and I just like the notion of stepping into Olive's shoes when I compete. Since then, I've been known as Olive, right? And of course, she, she talks about the importance, which one of the things that we talked about in that episode, of separating her normal personality, right? Her normal personality from her alter ego, which is what allows her to compete the way that she needs to compete, right? Which is what allows her to compete the way that she wants to compete and she goes on to say right that in certain situations where she hasn't competed to her full powers or her full abilities it is because 
she allowed quote unquote samantha right get the better of her now if you listen to that episode and of course i encourage you to go back and listen to it one of the things we break down there is that you see you have your personality traits as a human being you have your personality traits as a human being you cannot dispute that because it's how you've grown up it's how your character has been shaped how your personality has been shaped right and then when it comes to your sport there is a certain way ideally it's not it's not cast in stone but there is a certain way that your sport should be performed to get the best out of it there's a certain way your sport should be performed to get the best out of that sport and that is what the alter ego is so naturally i'm a shy person but my sport demands at least in order to be the best at it it demands that i be bold it demands that i be courageous if i have an alter ego and i step into that alter ego just for the sake of performance big difference maker and of course um, samantha herself she adds she says when it's gone wrong i've kind of blamed it on me letting samantha the human with the insecurities the doubts the fears take over when i've had a winning day it's because olives has been present throughout the day it's because olive has been present throughout the day so it's more or less like you switching on and off I, i've said this i've used them beyonce's example serena williams's example they all had alter egos when it was time to perform they would step into their alter ego right when performance was done and dusted they step back into their normal person and that's why it might look like people are, are different like wasn't where were we just watching her last week and how she performed and all of a sudden she's back to being this shy person you see develop your alter ego you see this is part of what allowed samantha achieve all the things that she achieved it's part of what allowed her go to the olympics while working as a cocktail waitress of course she she knows herself well that she had doubts and fears and insecurities but the minute she stepped into olive's character to perform it absolutely changed the game it absolutely changed everything of course um uh, probably i will put together a master class uh, on developing your alter ego as an athlete so that at least you you, you are kind of like equipped with the tools but first and foremost go back and listen to that episode how to develop your alter ego as an athlete absolutely important for you because it could be the game changer especially for those of you who are shy you have anxiety issues you may need to develop your alter ego because it just might be the difference that you need or the thing that has been holding you back from performing your best athlete marshal guys episode 919 samantha murray your excuses are excuses Put expectation on yourself and develop your alter ego. Develop your alter ego. Athlete Marshall, guys, head over to the website. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us, a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe of course it's also your way of saying thank you to us 
for listening, for producing the episode, and for you, the listener, listening to it as well. Athletemashful.com forward slash subscribe. If you have any questions whatsoever, you want me to answer them on the show, you want me to answer them privately, send me a mail, Tola at athletemaestro.com Tola at athletemaestro.com I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do I want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from Samantha Murray I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day